Hey, Ashley. So this whole recording thing, super cool. I would love, love, love to hear about hosting an ideal client experience that results in rinse and repeat clients and rinse and repeat clients is basically what I call um, lifelong clients where you're just offering this perfect and wonderful experience for your clients so much so that you don't have to put all of or really any more marketing into getting new clients that your current clients do that enough for you can I have one second though one second uh, I'm hiding in the bathroom because my children Can love me. Ask, you ask me something in one minute. So yeah. So anyway, if you wanted to chat about that, but yeah, so ideal client experiences. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I'm really excited to to dive a little bit deeper into this with you. Hey, Mama! Welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan. And I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mamas, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today, especially because today's episode is another Ask Ashley episode. So if you have a burning question that you would love me to create a podcast episode about, I will leave a link in the show notes, but you can also head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash Ask Ashley, and that's A-S-H-L-E-Y, and you'll be able to leave a voice recording just like Miranda did. So first of all, Miranda, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to leave this Ask Ashley question. It is such a great question and such an incredible topic that I can't wait to chat about because I know that as photographers, we wouldn't have a business without our clients. And it is far easier to have repeat clients than to go out and get new clients. And so I love your question of creating this ideal client experience where they basically are our forever client. I love how you worded that. And how do we get our clients to keep coming back to refer their friends to us? How do we make this system really easy and repeatable and take a lot of the heavy lifting out of, you know, our job as the photographer? So before I jump in, I feel like I have so much to say, Miranda. Um, And for all the rest of you who are listening as well that are just curious and wondering, like, how can you get your clients to market for you. I want to just leave this disclaimer really quickly here that you have to have clients, right, in order to have this client experience that we're about to talk about. 
And so it's really important that if you're in that that space right now where you're like, I just, I, you know, I haven't been doing this for very long, or maybe you're in a new location and you're in the process of like building your clientele back up and and you're in that building stage that this is still an incredible episode for you. Um, I want you to take all of this information and utilize it, but also just know that you're not going to ever be able to stop marketing. That's my two cents. Um, I don't feel like you should ever stop marketing. Um, you just might not have to do it as much, right? Because you do want to stay top of mind. You do want to remind your past clients that you are still in business. So there are some things that you still need to do to stay visible. I'm using air quotes because I really like that word better than the marketing word, but you do want to stay visible. So when I am talking about these tips here today, I want you to just remember that and keep in mind that I still encourage you to still stay visible, to still look like you're in business and not to just rely solely on your client experience, but your client experience really can help do a lot of the heavy lifting. So let's get into these seven strategies that I have for you today. So strategy number one is to always be one step ahead of your client. Now, your client journey is one of the most important parts of this ideal client experience because you want to be able to map out what every step of your process will look like how many times you're going to check in with them, what different um, things that they need to do with you. So, you know, if you're a wedding photographer, there's going to be a lot more steps that are involved than if you are a family photographer or a maternity photographer, for example. But there, there's still so much to be said. And even if you are a wedding photographer, you're like, I don't really want repeat clients, right? Like, I hope my clients stay married together forever. And that's totally, yes, absolutely the, what we're, what we're hoping for here. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about repeat clients for your wedding photography. But how about repeat clients for, you know, whatever happens down the road, some milestones that are happening down the road for them? Um, how can you still stay in their life as their photographer if you want to? But a lot of these tips are going to help you as well with referrals. So maybe they're not going to be a repeat wedding client, but maybe they are going to be a client down the road who passes off your name to one of their friends or a family member. So just keep that in mind. Always stay one step ahead of where your client is on the journey and make sure that they know what's expected before they even think to ask. I think the worst thing that you can have happen is when clients are coming to you saying, okay, let's do the next step. Like, do I need to schedule, you know, my engagement session or, you know, whatever the case may be, you do not want them coming to you with questions. So it's important that you map out this journey and really create a really sustainable system so that your clients know what's expected but also you are not feeling like you're flustered too. Like, I don't know what the next step is. And I always recommend starting small and starting with something, right? It's better than having nothing and everybody starts somewhere. So don't go crazy thinking you need this elaborate client journey, this client workflow. Just start small and say, okay, what are the things that are like absolute musts and how can I create a little bit of automation to it also? Um, with like a canned email template or something that is going to make it simple for you to just send that versus having to recreate the wheel every time. Okay, let's talk about strategy number two, which is going to be providing resources that they didn't even know they needed. 
Okay, it's really important that we educate our clients. A lot of our clients do not get their photo taken super often. And so it's really important that we create this experience for them where they feel so well taken care of. So these are things like maybe educating them with a style guide or session tips, how to get ready for your session. Um, I love giving tips for dads because it really helps. Like if you're a family photographer, it really helps include the dad. Um, it also like just shows to usually it's going to be the, the female, right? That's booking the session. Um, and she will be just so glad that you have tips in there for the husband. I had a blog post that I was, would always point everyone to. And I would send them session tips. So there would be tips for mom. There would be tips for the dad of like how to help mom prep for the session. Um, so there's so many different things that you can do to educate and help. Um, I also gave tips in there about my $7 full set hack. So if moms wanted to treat themselves to getting their nails done, but they didn't want, you know, the time that it takes to schedule an appointment, go down there and get your nails done. And they didn't want to spend the money to get a full set of nails. Um, they could just go buy uh, glue on kiss nails. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people have stopped me and been like, oh my gosh, are those real? Or, you know, like, is that a real full set or are those glue on? And I'm like, they're definitely glue. And like, nobody can tell the difference. And so it's things like this that are, you're giving your clients opportunities to make their session better. Um, and you're taking some of that guesswork out of it for them. One thing I think that is really important for all sessions, right? Maybe except for the wedding session, because you're not going to give them style tips on how to like style their wedding dress, right? Because they've already purchased it usually. Um, but you can make shopping easier for your clients. So having a client closet, if you're doing things like maternity, um, even for family sessions, I've heard of people doing client closets for mom. And I just think that's such a great idea because Really, mom sets the tone, I feel like, for the whole session when mom is feeling comfortable and the color scheme usually stems from mom, like all is well, right? Um, but I heard this idea from Rachel Traxler, who was one of my speakers at the past Focus Mom Photographer Summit that we did just a few weeks ago. And she had this great idea of creating Pinterest boards that would create easy shopping for your um, your sessions. So just creating, you know, outfits for young girls, outfits for little boys, outfit for mom, outfit for dad, and actually going to stores like Target, Old Navy, you know, different stores that, you know, your ideal customer would shop at and going in and actually linking checkouts, right? So you're going to go to an actual outfit or an actual shirt, an actual pair of shoes, something like that. Like, how easy would that be for your client to just hop in and just have everything taken care of for them? So be thinking about these ways that you can provide these educational resources, these things that might be super simple that your client might not have even thought of, but it would be so helpful. So I use a lot of wedding photographer examples because I used to be a wedding photographer full time. Um, and so an example for you would be maybe listing your preferred vendors that you love to work with and sending that over as part of your workflow. Um, blog posts that might be helpful, something like, you know, choosing the seating chart, traditions you don't have to include in your wedding, um, different things like that, that would just enhance the experience that your client has with you. I know that one of the biggest, um, best pieces of feedback I ever got as a wedding photographer was they always said like, Ashley went above and beyond and she helped us with 
multiple areas of planning and like not just photography. And so they loved that I went the extra mile and I took that extra step to take care of them because I know how daunting wedding planning can be. And you know your ideal client's pain points. And this is the greatest opportunity for you to really utilize your knowledge and share that with them. Okay, let's talk about strategy number three. So offboarding your clients. This is something that I know a lot of people struggle with. I'm raising my hand, myself included, because it's so hard sometimes to know what to do. Like, how do you offboard a client? How do you make sure that they feel, you know, like they were well taken care of and you kind of have like, you know, the cherry on top, the perfect ending, like, how do you do it? So I personally think sending a client gift and a handwritten thank you note is incredible. Like, I think it goes such a long way to have that personal handwritten touch. I also think it's really important to have some sort of nurture email sequence afterwards. And something like after I do, so for weddings, like I, when I used to do weddings, I had this series on my blog called After I Do. And it was this fun project of mine where I was able to help give my past clients newlywed tips and date night ideas and just different things that I wish I would have had after I got married. Things like financial tips or, you know, relationship things that could help enhance their marriage. And I just think it's so incredible to have this way of staying in touch with your past clients and still being able to serve them, even though they're not your client anymore. So again, we're creating that rinse and repeat client experience where they're going to keep coming back to you to refer other people because they're going to be like, ah, yes, she takes the time to nurture and care for her people even after we're done working with her. So some other examples, like if you uh, work with, you know, babies and you are a maternity photographer or a newborn photographer, you could have a similar series on your blog about your first year. Same with families. You could have a weekly or monthly fun edition where you talk about family bonding or what to do in the area or just sharing fun stories about you and your family. And once you have this series on your blog, you can turn it into a nurture email sequence and then just send it out, you know, however you decide. Maybe you're going to send one every month to just keep in touch with your past clients. I think this is just such a great way for them to remember who you are and they get amazing education um, in the process as well. Okay, strategy number four is to incentivize your past clients to book with you. Okay, so this is something like having special pricing for them. So maybe when you raise your prices for everyone else, you give them a small loyalty discount, like a past client discount. Maybe you could do something like giving them extra print credit. So if they're a repeat client of yours, you could let them know, like, thank you so much for booking with me again. I have this, you know, thank you gift that I wanted to give you, which is a $100 print credit or whatever you decide. Um, You also could do something like a membership program. So if you are a family photographer, this is a great idea for you because sometimes they want to get multiple photos taken, right? Or if you're a maternity and newborn photographer, they're going to want to get like the three month photos, the six month, the nine month, the 12 month, you know, all the different milestones of that first year, you could create a membership opportunity for them to be able to get a discounted rate to also be able to get first access to your prime dates and anything else that you think might just be 
a draw for them to continue to book with you. Maybe they get like um, specialty locations or something like that. So I think it's a really awesome opportunity to incentivize those people who have booked with you. It just makes them feel so special and loved. Okay, so strategy number five is similar to the last strategy, but this is to give them an added incentive to market for you. So if they refer someone to you, what kind of incentive can you gift them with? So you could, again, do something like a print credit, you could do like an e-gift card, or you could do a handwritten note with a gift card. And this is something that I absolutely love to do because there's just something so special about handwritten notes. We don't get a lot of mail anymore, right? That is like not junk mail. And so it's so nice when someone takes the time to actually handwrite a thank you note. Thank you so much for the referral and giving them a gift card. So I always do something like Starbucks or Amazon because I feel like they're everywhere. And I know that most people can find something that they like there. I'm talking about Starbucks. I think everyone can find something on Amazon. Um, And I personally usually do 5% of the total session fee or wedding rate. So that's just my tip or my uh, idea. But of course, you know, make it your own. But So those are just a couple ideas of how you can incentivize others to market for you. And I know that a lot of people are not going to expect that, right? Like a lot of people that I send these referral thank yous to, um, they're like, oh my gosh, you did not need to do that. But what it does is it just sets me apart from the other people that they might have been referring who never took the time to thank them, right? And so I want to go a step further and be like, thank you. Like you literally are the heartbeat of my business and I am so appreciative. And it goes a long way. I'm not joking. Like they will continue to refer, not because they want the incentive, but because they know you care. I think that really helps boost your referrals. I also do this with fellow photographers. If I get a a referral from a fellow photographer, you better believe that I am taking care of them with a referral gift because I 100% want them to continue referring people to me. So use that for photographer referrals as well. And any vendor, honestly, I should just say any person who refers you, whether they are a business owner or a past client or not even a client, just someone who knows you, take the time to give them a thank you of some sort. Okay, number six, strategy number six is to pamper your past clients. Now, this strategy might not be for everyone, but if you are like Miranda, who really wants that rinse and repeat experience, who really wants her clients to market for her, who really cares deeply about relationships and also getting referrals from people who you've worked with and liked in the past, like that is gold as well because you're also helping narrow in your ideal niche market, right? So instead of having to go out and find other people that are like your ideal past clients, your ideal past clients are going to be doing that heavy lifting for you. So here are some examples of how you can pamper your past clients. So hosting a past client party or like a client appreciation event of some sort. So I don't know, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with Caitlin James. um, And she is a wedding photographer or was a wedding photographer. I know that she's a a very popular educator in the photography space too. So I'm not sure if she's still shooting weddings, 
but she was, and I remember this so clearly and I loved it so much, but she named her brides. She called them the KJ brides, right? The Caitlin James brides. And she had this following of past brides that she, like, they literally were her marketing machine. She did annual past client parties for her KJ brides, and they were able to bring their spouse and their kids if they had kids at that point. And she would host this huge dinner of just like saying thank you. And what an incredible expression of your gratefulness for your clients to invite them into your home and to have this party that is just for them. I just thought that was so cool. And I always held on to that idea because I desperately like wanted to do that one day. Um, But now I've transitioned out of weddings. And so I don't do that anymore. But this is something that you could do for any type of photography. This could also be something that you just do like yearly for your clients for that year. So you don't have to do it with like all your past KJ brides, which I'm not sure how she did it. Um, but if you did all of your past brides and they just compounded over the years, like you would just have that many more people to be your marketing machine for you. So I think both are great opportunities. Um, but this next example kind of follows suit, which is being like sending client gifts. And you could do this for your favorite clients or your past clients for the last 12 months, like I just mentioned, or it could be your past clients, like any of your clients, you could send them a small gift. Maybe you do a small gift for everyone. And then the people who were the past 12 months would get something that is a bigger gift. But this is again, just a way to remind your past clients like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still in business. Would love your referrals. Like, I mean, obviously, you're not going to say that. But you know what I mean? Like you're jogging their memory of who you are, and what you do. And also, on that same note, sending personalized cards for anniversaries, for example. So again, back to the wedding photographer, on their wedding anniversary, send them a anniversary card. If you did a maternity or newborn session on the little one's birthday, send them a birthday card. Families would be great to send Christmas cards to, and so on and so forth. So I think you're getting the idea here. And the last strategy that I recommend you using if you want your clients to market for you is to regularly and personally check in on your past clients. Now, I know that you probably already do this kind of like intermittently here or there on Instagram and Facebook just as you see them posting, but I want you to take it a step further and actually make it a point in your month, in your week to set aside time to check in on these clients. So I want you to create a Google Doc or a Google Sheet, some sort of reference. You could even use Airtable to track this, where you're going to just keep a running list of all of your past clients. And then you're going to make notes when you actually like reach out to them. So your last touch point with them, because I think it's so important that you are staying top of mind. And again, the the heartbeat of our business as photographers is relationships and referrals. And so if you just kind of drop off the face of the earth after you finish finish a session with someone, it's not that they don't love you. It's not that they didn't have a great experience with you. It's just that they forgot about you, right? And so you want to make sure that you are not forgotten. You want to make sure that you're always top of mind, that you are something, someone that they are always thinking of. So when they hear of someone who needs a wedding photographer or a family photographer or a maternity photographer, or you fill in your niche of photography, 
that they will turn to you and say, yes, I do know the best wedding photographer, right? And at this point, they have heard about you so much because you are so good about staying in touch with them that they even have your website memorized and they're just going to type in your website and shoot it off to that friend or to that random stranger on Facebook who's looking for a photographer, right? So it's incredible the power of referrals and this is an incredible way to utilize it. So mamas, I just gave you seven incredible strategies for how to get your clients to market for you. Miranda, I hope that this episode was so helpful for you. This was such a great question and I love answering your questions here on the podcast. Don't forget to leave your question for the podcast at thepurposegathering.com slash askashley and I can't wait to answer your question. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out with your friends. Let me know what your favorite part was. I love hanging out over on Facebook. I have a free community called the Organized Mom Photographer. You can come on over there and get more tips just like this. I love our community so much. I want us to go deeper as a community. I want us to rally together and surround each other with love and support because there is nothing harder, I feel like, in this world than raising a family and a business at the same time while also trying to maintain our sanity um, and a clean house and a great relationship with our spouse and all the things, right? So come on and join us over in that free Facebook community and I cannot wait to connect with you as well. Also, if you are struggling in the area of workflow and systems and time management and just feeling like you need help in all of those areas, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Efficient Mom Photographer Program. So this program is a brand new program. We start on June 1st, and it is a 12-week immersive program that is going to teach you all the skills and strategies that you need to manage your limited time well. And then I'm also going to be going through step-by-step into each system in your photography business that you need to help you stay streamlined and increase your profitability. So if you're interested in learning more, you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. And I cannot wait to connect with you there as well. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.